Yo, 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 or should I say ho, ho, ho. Welcome to a special edition of the Elden Nerds Podcast. Special. That's right. Special, like the kind of feeling you get in your tummy this time of year. You got that feeling in, in your tummy, man? Uh, I don't really refer to my stomach as my tummy, but I might say I've got <laughs> it. That? I might say I've got it in my gut. In your gut. There you go. That's nice. Yeah, well, uh, it's the holiday season, and we are here to uh, bring you a couple holiday album recommendations for you. Yeah. A little outside of our usual format today, right? Yeah, you know, do a little Christmas thing, as has become kind of a tradition on the Album Nerds podcast. We've done this a few times. And, you know, there's a lot of Christmas albums. There's a lot of Christmas songs. Well, there's about five Christmas songs that get recorded over and over again, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of Christmas albums, and... We thought we'd change things up and maybe get an outside perspective. Andy, why don't you fill us in on the details? I don't know. We don't talk about our personal lives too much on the show, but both the dude and myself are married now. Not to each so other. So we thought we'd... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it kind of sounded like... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> kind of sounded like you were making a big announcement. Uh, there, dude. <laughs> Thanks for uh, clarifying oh, that. Oh, that's, that's gold. Uh, <laughs> we've we've known each other for a long time, but I didn't know you felt that way. Just like uh, a fantasy. Oh, God. Right. It's like one of those horrible Hallmark movies where the two podcasters <laughs> get together at the end. <laughs> uh, Anyways, we decided to uh, ask our... Our better halves, as they say, for their recommendation on Christmas records. Uh, they've been kind enough to uh, listen to all the albums that we've picked out over the years around the holidays. Mm-hmm. So it's about time we give them a chance to uh, put on a record of their own and uh, tell us a little bit about it. So, yeah, we asked them to pick out a record and had them record a little bit about why they thought it was a special Christmas record. So we're going to uh, feature that on the show today. Yeah, and we'll have a little reaction, talk about the albums, and play a couple tracks like we always do. So, Andy, between all this recording and planning and whatever, what you've been doing, keep yourself in the holiday spirit with uh, with the news and all that stuff bringing us down. Yeah, it's good to go into your own little snow globe this time of year, and you can do everything going on outside, especially in 2020. Um, you know, we've been baking a lot of cookies. We just put a lot in the mail to send out to relatives who were trying to stay home, stay safe, doing all that stuff. But also taking in a lot of uh, Christmas movies lately. Uh, we just watched uh old classic from the 50s. Uh, have you seen that White Christmas special with uh, Bing Crosby and... Danny Kay. And yeah, it's... Uh... Danny Kay, you're right. Yeah, yeah it's like a movie about a couple of traveling performers and their show and trying to get the big breakthrough show, if I remember correctly. Yes, I've seen it many times. Yeah, it's kind of set on the backdrop of, I think, the end of World War II. Mm-hmm. So it's a little, a little interesting in that regard. Also, some good singing, some cool production numbers, kind of like that Vegas show yeah. type style thing. So it's, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, considering... It's like 70 years old. Yeah, I think Rosemary Clooney is in that. And she's uh, George Clooney's aunt, I believe. But she was a famous... <laughs> no way, yeah, really. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, how about you, man? You, been, uh, you guys been watching anything good? We're, we're working up to it. We're going to watch 
a very Murray Christmas on Netflix this mm-hmm. this weekend, probably or, or coming up in the next couple of days. We watch that every year. It's been it's been on Netflix for like three seasons. It's Bill Murray and that Schwartzman kid is in it, and it's just a little kind of story about Bill Murray having this Christmas special during a blizzard in New York City. And there's some musical guests and um, Miley Cyrus and George Clooney is on it. And there's just it's just <laughs> funny and quirky like Bill Murray, and we really enjoy watching it um, every year. So we'll be checking that out as well as our traditional Christmas Day viewing of Die Hard. Die Hard, nice. Purely a Christmas movie. Yep. The director recently confirmed it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> I think we all knew that already. That's cool, man. That's awesome. So, shall we get to this thing? So we're not doing the new release records this week. As we discussed, we're just going to cut right to the old dogs and uh, do some throwback holiday records here. Old dog. Hi, guys. This is Alicia, a.k.a. Dude's Wife. And I'm here to share my favorite Christmas album with you, which is... Merry Christmas by Johnny Mathis. I love this album because it has all of the traditional Christmas songs and carols that we all know and love. You put it on and you just can sing along with it and it just makes you feel good and gets you in that holiday spirit. So my favorite tracks on this would be uh, Winter Wonderland and I'll Be Home for Christmas, although there are, every song on this album is beautiful. Another reason why I love this album so much is because um, my mom loved Johnny Mathis, and it was a special bond that we shared. We saw him twice together in concert, and it makes me think of her especially during this time. So, I hope you guys listen to this and enjoy it as much as I do. And Merry Christmas to you all. Merry Christmas, Alicia. She should take over. I don't know if I need to be here anymore. All right. So, yeah, I know, right? I think I'm going to put us on a job here pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we go ahead and check out uh, Winter Wonderland and then we'll talk a little bit about the album. face unafraid the plans that we made walking in the winter wonderland over the ground lies a mantle of white a heaven of diamonds shine down through the night okay so that was johnny mathis uh from the album merry christmas the track was winter wonderland Johnny Mathis was born John Royce Mathis back in 1935. Um, popular artist, kind of uh, known for crooning and uh, and having that smooth voice. 73 studio albums. This was his first Christmas album. It was released in 1958, October of 1958. And it's a mix of traditional Christmas carols. But there's some interesting stuff here, too. Uh, what'd you think of this, Andy? It sounded... Like it was from like another time, I would say, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Like it had its own little world that was living in there. His voice is so smooth and just 
golden. So yeah, it's immediately enjoyable. I think I've heard some of these cuts maybe on other Christmas compilation records growing up because a lot of these, a couple of these sounded really familiar. So it was, you know, first time I'd heard this record in its entirety, but I think a lot of it was familiar already. Well, what I really liked about it, I mean, even in, we all know that song, Winter Wonderland, very well. I like the arrangements, like that little thing. That they, yeah, that you know, the, Those production elements make these special, you know, the, and unique, even in a world where these songs aren't particularly unique. You know, we've heard them a million times from different artists, but when an artist puts their own stamp on it, that's when it, it stands the test of time. And that's uh, one of the things I really appreciate about this. So do you guys put this on around the house, like uh, Christmas morning or something? Or what's, yeah, this, this, what, this is more of a wrapping presents uh, sort of okay. vibe, you know, decorating the tree or just kind of, and once you're all done with all that, sitting and enjoying the decorations and, you know, turn off the lights except for the Christmas tree and maybe listening to something like this, which is dreamy and, and, yeah, and tr- it is dreamy. super Christmassy. <clears throat> but, you know, like, yeah. are you, have you listened to Johnny Mathis at all? Are you familiar with him? No, I'm not really. I mean, I guess I'd recognize a few of his songs from over the years. Yeah. God, he was prolific though. Yes. Holy cow. <laughs> I had no idea he put out so many records. Um, a lot of Christmas records too. It seemed like that was yeah. kind of a big part of, of who he was. And the last one uh, that came out was 2013, and it had, it had like some duets and stuff with other artists. So but he still sounds good. Mm. I mean, you know, not as powerful, but still very nice voice. So yeah, oh, amazing voice, amazing voice. He means right up there with Pink Crosby yeah. and Andy Williams and all those guys. You know, Sinatra. So why don't we uh, listen to a little bit more Johnny, and then we'll get to the next album. This is "I'll Be Home for Christmas." voice so that was uh johnny's take on i'll be home for christmas uh what'd you think of that one yeah he kills it yeah (laughs) you gotta mention the uh gotta mention the orchestra there you kind of alluded to earlier uh piercy faith i believe is the the conductor and the orchestra i think they play the entire record really nice compliment and it kind of fills out compliments his voice nicely yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's not there's not a mess on this record. Nope. In my opinion. No. It, Twelve tracks. It's beautiful and timeless. That's what we look for in Christmas. Is that timeless? Is that that traditional time when when the world yeah. was okay? You know. And I think that that's this yeah. is a good fit for 2020. We can escape to another <laughs> time and just think about Christmas right. and not the not what's going on outside your door. Yeah. Well, this is like. Good record to get you in that headspace for sure. So thank you, Alicia, for yes. turning us on to this. I think uh, make an appearance on our yeah, Christmas that, celebrations that was, here. That was cool. So that was Johnny Mathis. The album is Merry Christmas. And thank you, Alicia. All right. Let's move on to my lady's pick here. Hi, dude and Andy. It's Julie, Andy's wife. And I'm giving you guys a call to talk about a Christmas album that I'm loving. And it's called Christmas in Soulsville. 
Yes, you heard that right. Soulsville, that's where we want to be. <laughs> this was a 2007 release by the Concord Music Group. It is a compilation of awesome soul music. And you're going to get classics from like Otis Redding. And there's a great song called Who Took the Mary Out of Christmas by the Staple Singers. There is some smooth, velvety voice with Isaac Hayes and Albert King's on there and the Rance Allen group. And one of my favorites that a lot of people don't talk about, Little Johnny Taylor, and that has that almost surfer sound to it. The song he does is called Please Come Home for Christmas. It's got a little of that surf guitar. And um, I, I just love that artist. And that's a really fun tune. There's also some really great music if you love a little innuendo in your Christmas. If the phrase North Pole and Santa's sack gets you giggling, <laughs> you might want to check out a couple tracks. There's uh, two versions of one on here called Santa Claus Wants Some Lovin'. Uh, so Albert King and Mac Rice both cover that song. And I can't decide whose version I like better. They are both wonderful. And um, there's also one called I'll Be Your Santa Baby, and that's by Rufus Thomas, and that's pretty great as well. So do check those out, and um, I hope you have a listen and enjoy. And I did also want to say that today, one of my favorite bands that is a dance music band, electronic dance music, EDM, uh, the band's called Sophie Tucker, and they released a Christmas tune, um, their spin on Silver Bells, with an artist called... Uh, Carol Von Holes, a really great, fun song, especially if you need some dancing in your life. Put that one on, too. So, enjoy. Happy holidays. All right. Thanks there, sweetheart. Um, why don't we just jump in and play one of those cuts you're referring to? Um, this is one of the world's more induendo-laced tracks here from the middle of the record. This is uh, Santa Claus Wants Some Lovin' by Albert King. taste of uh, Santa Claus Wants and Lovin' from Albert King. So yeah, that is off the Christmas in Soulsville record, which came out in 2007. As my darling wife mentioned, it's on the Concord record label, uh, which is the parent company of the Stax record label. I think that name at least rang a bell with me. You've, you've heard that them before, right, buddy? Yeah, I've got an Albert King album that has the stacks label in it. They were uh, most popular, I believe, in the 60s and 70s. Um, a lot of like blues and yeah. R&B. A little funk. Yeah, some funk, soul, that type of stuff. Um, yeah, so this record covers a lot of those genres. You got like Otis Redding on here, Isaac Hayes, as Julie mentioned, and some other names I'm sure you'll recognize. It's very smooth, sultry record, I would say. I imagine this came out in 2007, but knowing that and knowing a lot of these artists when they were most popular, I imagine these songs were recorded back in that 60s, 70s time period as well. Is that the assumption you were making? Yeah. Yes. These are, I believe these are classic recordings put together in a collection. Um, 
by you know Stax has passed hands quite a few times right. but i think these are classic these are clearly classic recordings from the 60s and 70s uh, I believe I even found a picture of an old vinyl. So this may have been put together and pressed long ago, but maybe re-processed and released in 2007. Oh. But I, I had a little trouble finding anything solid on that. Yeah, there wasn't a ton of information about the details of this record, as often is the case with compilations. But I think it got some rise. I've listened to it before. Yeah. It was li- It's mentioned on the Rolling Stones best like essential... Rolling Stone magazine essential uh, Christmas albums. So I think it probably has gotten a little more attention and people are probably a little more aware of it than, than they would have been without that. Cause I was looking for help. Like what are the best Christmas? Right, albums? Sure. So, no, yeah. I think we've Googled that a few times. <laughs> over the years. Um, no, it's, it's interesting that there's really in kind of the antithesis of the Johnny Mathis record, a lot of these tracks are originals and that they were written by the yeah. artists. You don't really ever hear other versions of them. I think there's like two exceptions out of the 15 tracks that are, you know, the Christmas standards. Um, so it's kind of cool. And they definitely have a lot of personality, uh, especially I think the Albert King tracks really stand out. Um, yeah. Mac Rice, Rufus Thomas also have some, some pretty good sense of humor and just a lot of, uh, the innuendo that Julie was mentioning there, which I think makes it a little more adult and fun. It's unusual to have two versions of the same song on, yes. a, on a collection. <laughs> yes, right word, right? But they're both uh, good. But it, like, I, would, a, I don't know which one I would cut, honestly. Yeah, I like. I think I prefer the Albert King, but it's the standout song. I mean, there are other songs that take a different take a different perspective on Christmas than we might be used to from our radio friendly Christmas songs that we're used to. But that song definitely has. A little mix of both, where it brings in a more adult sensibility, but it still has a Christmassy feel to it. Yeah. As Santa Claus needs loving too, you know. And it's one of the highlights, the end of a very merry Christmas, includes a rendition of this oh. performed by Bill Murray and Paul Schaefer, and a guest vocal appearance. Hold on, just a second. You're in for a treat. Now, Mama's in the kitchen cooking. The children all fast asleep. It's time for Santa Claus to make his midnight creep. Santa Claus wants some love and Santa Claus wants some love Now, that uh, sexy voice right there, <laughs> that's that's George Clooney. Oh my gosh. Maybe Santa Claus wants some love. Really? <laughs> I would not have guessed that. <laughs> I guess it does kind of sound like a brother where I thought a little bit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, of course, that's the first thing I think of when I hear that, that song is is that I love that special and it all kind of ties together. Oh, that's funny. All right, so why don't we play one of the other cuts that my darling wife mentioned from the Staple Singers singing uh, Who Took the Mary Out of Christmas. So that's, as you'd expect from Mavis, kind of a 
traditional song, but also getting a little social activism there too. Gotta love that. Well, when doesn't she? There's always a little touch, yeah, right? She does. She always gets it in there. That's what I love about her. Hey, if you if you've got the platform, use it. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't know. Uh, I enjoyed this record a fair amount. It was, not, it was the first time I'd heard this all the way through. Um, it's a little inconsistent, I would say, just because of the the variety of artists on here. But there are a lot of standouts on here that I think make it worth coming back to. What did you think, man? Would you uh, put this on? Yeah, and I have. Uh, the only shortcoming of something like this, because it's unique, that sing-along ability, you've got to get yourself there. You've got to listen to it enough right. times to have it become part of your christmas lexicon we're so we are so used to leaning on those five or six you know, <laughs> like 12 standards that we hear different versions of over and over yeah. again that's the only that's the only barrier but musically it's cool it's awesome it's a, a place in time and there's like social commentary things being said in these songs a different take perspective on christmas from someone else's point of view and it's cool but you just get into the funk, enjoy the groove, and you'll get yourself there. Yeah, a little bit extra work, but I think it does does pay off. So, well, if you're looking for a little uh, something smooth on your Christmas, we got both of these records. I think would apply. So yeah, once again, this was Christmas in Soulsville. Various artists came out in 2007. Highly recommended by my wife, <laughs> as well as us. Yeah, thanks, Julie. That's a good one. All right, man. I think uh, be time to hit that eggnog and uh, get ready for the new year. Yes, sir. New year. Oh, yeah. I'm into it. <sighs> Sounds good to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us what you think about these particular Christmas albums and also what are your favorites. So you can email us uh, al- uh, podcast at albumnerds.com. Yeah, if you want to do the show, a big uh, favor, especially at this time of year, we'd really appreciate it. Uh, leave us a review or some five stars up on Apple Podcasts. That'd be cool. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Album Nerds. Um, we're also on Spotify, where you can listen to the entire episode as well as find a playlist for this episode. It's 116. We'll have all the tracks we just heard there. Oh, yeah. And we'll be back, of course, but not until you have a Merry Christmas. And yeah. uh, let's hope for a Happy New Year. But we will be back with some, maybe some top 10 of our favorite albums of 2020. Oh, my gosh. It's about that time. How exciting. Yeah, except for all the work. That's <laughs> probably the most work we do all year. <laughs> <laughs> but in the meantime, enjoy your holidays. Take care, and thanks for listening to the Album Nerds Podcast. Yeah, stay safe, everybody. See you. <laughs>